millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Listening to the Cattle Station Classroom podcast, where we learn about the North Australian beef industry and answer your questions. So it doesn't matter how far from town you are, because we're bringing the classroom to you. Welcome to the Cattle Station Classroom podcast. In today's lesson, we are going to be learning about phosphorus and the impacts of a phosphorus deficiency in cattle. In planning this episode, I referred to a number of resources, including the booklet, Why Do Cattle Need Phosphorus? A Guide for Northern Beef Producers, which is available for free online at the Meat and Livestock Australia website. I'll put a link to this booklet in the show notes below. I also liaised extensively with Dr. Jeff Neath, who has been incredibly generous with his time and energy over the past few years and is a wonderful mentor to me. Jeff is a former director of the Large Animal Teaching Clinics at the University of Queensland Veterinary School. He's also the past president of both the Australian Cattle Veterinarians and Australian Veterinary Association and is currently working as a consultant to Meat and Livestock Australia. I'd like to begin by extending a big thank you to Jeff for his help with this episode. So first up, what is phosphorus? Phosphorus, often referred to as P, its symbol on the periodic table, is a macromineral. A macromineral is one that is required in the diet in relatively larger quantities compared to a micromineral or a trace mineral. Cattle need phosphorus for almost every vital function of the body. It is used for building bones and teeth, metabolizing fat, carbohydrates and protein, producing milk, and for efficient feed utilisation. The problem of phosphorus deficiency arises because most soils in northern Australia are deficient in phosphorus and cattle cannot get sufficient pea from the pasture. What is the main impact of phosphorus though? As I just said, phosphorus is important for many things, but when it comes to northern production systems, the biggest impact is on feed intake. When cattle are deficient in phosphorus, their appetite is suppressed. They simply will not eat as much as they could be eating. Dr. Neath uses an analogy of having salt on hot chips. When there's no salt, you generally don't eat as many hot chips. But when the salt is just right, man, you smash them down. Well, at least I know I do. 
I know what you're thinking, and no, unfortunately, a phosphorus deficiency does not work the same way in humans. A phosphorus deficiency is most important during the wet season. Here's the thing, up north, cattle have a small window of opportunity each year to gain weight, and that is during the wet season, when the energy and protein levels in the pastures are at their peak. During the dry season, the nutrition drops away and is generally just enough for cattle to maintain their weight, let alone gain any. We'll cover that in another episode though. So we've got the wet season where all the conditions are right for cattle to munch away on pastures and get nice and fat, unless the pasture is deficient in phosphorus. During the wet season, phosphorus is what we call the limiting nutrient. So I want you to visualize a bucket with a couple of small holes in it. The hole closest to the bottom is phosphorus and the holes up the top are protein and energy. Now imagine we've patched up those protein and energy holes up the top. If that phosphorus hole isn't patched, then it doesn't matter what else you do. The water is still going to be coming out of the bottom of that bucket. That is why we call it the limiting nutrient. So you may be wondering, is phosphorus equally important to all classes of cattle? Well, as phosphorus affects intake, it is important to all classes of cattle because all cattle need to eat. However, some cattle have a higher requirement for phosphorus because they have a higher requirement for energy. And if they have a higher requirement for energy or energy and protein, then they need to eat more. And to be able to eat more, they need phosphorus. So these classes of cattle are young cattle that are still growing. So they are laying down bones. Growing is a huge, takes a huge amount of energy um, and, and building bones requires phosphorus. So we've got the young cattle. Then we've got first calf heifers. So these girls are not only still growing and laying down bone, as if that's not a big enough job on its own, they are growing a calf and and growing that fetus and then maintaining that pregnancy and towards the end, they'll be lactating. Then we've got breeder cows that are in late stages of pregnancy. So they are getting ready with milk production, which takes a huge amount of energy. And of course, wet cows. So milk production is just a massive drain on energy. So any animal that is actively growing or producing milk needs a lot more protein and energy in their diet, which means they really need to be eating as much as they can, which means a phosphorus deficiency will hit them a lot harder. So what are the impacts of a phosphorus deficiency? Well, a phosphorus deficiency is generally not like an acute disease where the clinical signs are obvious. All cattle store phosphorus in their bones and mobilize it when they need additional phosphorus for activities such as lactation, growth, and pregnancy. The pea mobilized from bones appears to have very little effect, though, on dietary pea and consequently does not improve their pasture intakes. And so most breeder cows lose weight because they are simply not eating enough green grass, even though they are managing to make enough milk for their calf. Furthermore, a suckling calf does not suffer from a phosphorus deficiency, even when cows are running on acutely phosphorus deficient pastures because they are getting adequate pee from the milk. A 400 kilo breeder with full phosphorus reserves may be able to mobilize 600 grams of phosphorus, but her reserves will soon be depleted because each litre of milk contains about 1.1 to 1.2 grams of phosphorus. 
In phosphorus-deficient country, animals that have to draw down on their skeletal supplies become more susceptible to disorders such as peg leg and broken bones. But these are really the terminal indicators of a phosphorus deficiency. Now, if cattle have a suppressed appetite and intake, naturally, they will have poor growth. Then we've also got an increase in breeder mortality. So as I said before, Producing milk is a huge, huge drain on energy. So, and, and cows are amazing creatures. They will put everything they've got into raising that calf at the detriment of their own health. So, and a cow will put all her protein and energy and everything she's got into producing milk for her calf, even if it means that she's losing body condition, she's getting skinnier, she's getting weaker, and she may eventually die. So that's, that's one thing when a cow cannot eat enough to maintain herself and her calf. She'll just give everything she's got to that calf, which is why we get increased breeder mortality. Another impact is reduced fertility. So cattle need to be at a certain body condition score to reconceive or to conceive in the first place. And the body condition score at time of calving is the greatest indicator of a cow's ability to reconceive. So if that cow is in poor condition because she's putting everything she's got into that calf, or if it's a heifer who has not calved before and she's just not got enough on her, the chances of getting back in calf or getting in calf for the first time are significantly decreased. Another one that is, I suppose, going back to the clinical signs is botulism. So cattle can develop this depraved appetite and this behavior called pica where they go and chew bones because they're trying to get phosphorus. And so that's something that, and that is why we use the botulism vaccine every year when the cattle come through the yards. Now it can be a bit confusing when you read some of the different material out there that refers to phosphorus as increasing their appetite. And I just want to cover off on this. So phosphorus Remedying a phosphorus deficiency will increase an animal's appetite by bringing it back up to its optimum in feed intake. It's not actually going to make it more than what it could be at its best case scenario. So say the maximum we could eat is at 100%. If a cow is def- or cattle are deficient in phosphorus, say their appetite may be depressed and they can only, they're only eating 60% of what they potentially could be. Remedying that deficiency will bring it back up to 100%. It's not going to take it to 150%. So it can be a bit confusing that, um, but it's just important to know that. And as such, when you do remedy a phosphorus deficiency, the grazing pressure will increase. So say you've got 100 cows in a paddock, 100 cows, and they are deficient in phosphorus, acutely deficient in phosphorus, and they have a very depressed appetite. So really, you've got that grazing pressure of 100 cows, but they're not eating what they could be. So if we remedy that deficiency, they're all going to start eating a lot more. So it may be the equivalent of having 150 cows eating in that paddock with how much food is being consumed. So generally, when a phosphorus deficiency is remedied, the grazing pressure will increase and that is something that producers need to be able to account for. You may have to reduce numbers, move cattle around just to make sure that you don't start smashing all your feed. So we've gone through the impacts of a phosphorus deficiency, which naturally 
makes us think that there would be a lot of benefits to supplementing cattle with phosphorus during the wet season. And a couple of these benefits are increased live weight gains. So feed intake can increase significantly, resulting in improvements in growth rates of young cattle by up to 60 kilograms a year and empty breeder cow weights by more than 100 kilograms a year. That is huge. And as a result, sale cattle are able to be sold earlier or at heavier weights, as well as at high values. And cattle will also grade better and achieve lower ossification scores compared with unsupplemented stock. Then we've got improved reproductive performance. So replacement heifers can get to their critical mating weight sooner and have shorter joining periods. So they're more productive. Then their conception rates will increase as they're able to maintain their ideal body weight. And then for other breeders, they're able to have better reconception rates and weaning weights because they are maintaining their body condition score as well. There's also higher birth weights and improved milk supply, so we have better calf survival. Providing phosphorus supplement where the pastures are deficient not only increases productivity and profitability, but it really does also ensure better animal well-being outcomes. Phosphorus supplementation is an incredibly effective management tool in certain scenarios. It is also one part of a bigger management strategy. And we'll do an episode on some of these points in the future. So other things we can do to manage our breeders to ensure the best productivity, profitability and animal well-being outcomes are vaccinating for botulism, matching time of calving to peak pasture nutrition, culling unproductive breeders to save on the cost of supplement and reduce grazing pressure, maintaining pasture condition by stocking appropriately, weaning early in the year to allow breeding cows to regain condition before the next calving and matching the type of country to the class of stock. And that is to say that weaners, growing replacement heifers and first calf heifers need the best country. All right. So in this lesson, we have learnt what phosphorus is and what the impacts of a phosphorus deficiency are on cattle in Northern Australia. We'll be having an episode coming up where we can learn how to measure phosphorus in cattle and determine the pea status of a mob. If you'd like to learn more about phosphorus, head over to the Meat and Livestock Australia website to find the free booklet, Why Do Cattle Need Phosphorus? A Guide for Northern Beef Producers. There is also a lot of information on phosphorus on the Future Beef website. I will put a link to that in the show notes below. And there's also some great research. There has been some very very interesting research coming out of the Northern Territory in the past couple of years on a phosphorus supplementation trial. It has gained a lot of attention for, you know, once you see it, you'll realize why. Um, so make sure I'll put the links to that in the show note as well. And if you have any questions, as always, please write into us through our website, the Central Station website, or any of the Central Station social media accounts, and we will answer them in future episodes. Oh, 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 oh,